This video will help your consciousness fly into the sky like Superman or Wonder Woman. Okay, maybe not exactly like a superhero, but you will learn all you need to know about a spiritual phenomenon known as astral projection, which is very similar to superheroes flying. You'll learn what astral projection really is and the two reasons why we should incorporate this practice in our everyday lives, when not to use astral projection, and if there are any dangers associated with it, then I'll share five powerful steps to help you astrally project in an easy and quick way. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the Heart Alchemist, here to help you open your heart, heal your past, and live with purpose. Just wanna leave a quick reminder that we have free supplemental workbooks with all of our videos, where you can go into questions and prompts that'll help you go deeper on the content we discuss in our videos. I'll leave a link to that workbook in the description box below so you could download after watching this video. On to part one of the video, what is astral projection? Okay, so astral projection, there's different views on what astral projection is. There's kind of the mainstream scientific view and then we are gonna go into the spiritual view. So in mainstream science, astral projection is actually being studied more and more, but the way that science sees it is, is not actually as a spiritual phenomenon at all. The way that science sees astral projection is they consider it as sort of an out-of-body experience. And the way that science explains astral projection is that it's a temporary, your brain cells, they say that your brain cells lose temporarily their ability to locate your body uh, in, in, physical, uh, in the physical realm, okay? So as soon as your neurons lose the temporary ability to locate your body, there's this kind of out-of-body experience, and that is what science calls astral projection. Well, that's not the way spiritual people see it, and that's not the way that it's experienced within spirituality. So now I want to go into what astral projection is from a spiritual and energy understanding. There are many ways to understand astral projection, even within the spiritual community. Some people consider astral projection as literally your soul leaving your physical body and going to travel somewhere else. Okay. So that's one way of looking at it. I tend to look at astral projection in a little bit of a different way. So here are a couple of different ways to look at astral projection. The first one is that astral projection is when your human focus shifts from inside the body to outside the body. Okay. Now what this means is that you are this huge multidimensional being that's not just composed of the, of the physical matter aspect of it. You're composed of many, many energy layers, your soul, you are just an enormous, enormous being. And right now in our everyday lives, we're focused more on the human aspect, on the physical aspect. And in astral projection, simply what's happening is that your focus of attention goes from inside of the body and it expands to the other parts of you that you were previously not aware of, or that you're not normally aware of. Okay. So astral projection in, in essence is just an expansion of the way that you see yourself in the universe. Another way of thinking of astral projection is that it literally changes the focus. So your consciousness now, instead of being focused inside of the body, it's focused more out of the body. Okay. So, so consciousness expands beyond the physical body. 
all right? And, and you know, the consciousness meaning your soul, the, the quantum parts of what you are, there's just this huge expansion of the view. You start to see things from a broader, bigger perspective, from the whole multidimensionality of what you are, instead of just from your mind and your physical body. Now, if you're freaking out a little bit because you have no idea what these quantum layers of yourself are, if you have no idea about the multidimensionality of what you are, I'm gonna leave a link to a video that I shot below and it's about the top features of your energy system and your quantum self. So you can go deeper in that video after watching this one and you can get a bigger picture of what you are really on a multidimensional way. Now here's a cool fact about astral projection that you may not have been aware of before. And that is that your soul is constantly traveling. Your soul is always astrally projecting. It, it's, it does this very, very frequently. You're just not aware of it. And the most common time of the day for the soul to be astrally projecting is when you're sleeping. <laughs> so there's a lot of astral traveling that's occurring when your conscious mind is sleeping. All right. But this is a fun fact. Don't think that you just astrally project just by yourself when you're conscious, you can astrally project when you're sleeping. On to part two of the video, why project? Okay. So why use astral projection? A lot of times we actually come into astral projection by accident. That's actually what happened to me. So when I had kind of a life changing moment when my life fell apart. That was actually the initial, uh, that was when my spiritual awakening started. It was through an astral projection moment. So something was going on in my outer environment. And literally I felt my consciousness pop out of my body and it was hovering above me, just kind of watching the physical situation unfold. And it was the first time that I actually had access to how the soul, how my soul sees life in this beautiful, neutral, peaceful way. The soul is never, never stuck in the human human emotions. And so that was the first time I ever astrally projected. And it really reset my whole life because once you have contact with that soul perspective, you can never go back to just the human little self again. So it completely shifted my awareness. And this was right at the beginning of my spiritual awakening and my astral projection moment. It felt like it lasted an eternity, but I think it lasted for only a few seconds before my consciousness popped right back into my body again. But everything was different because once I had seen, once I had been in that soul perspective, it was impossible for me to go back. And that's literally what astral projection can do in your life. That's why it should be used. Astral projection can be so important to broaden your perspective and take you out of the small mind. Okay. So when we're just identified with our physical avatar and with our mind, we can get really stuck in our small everyday problems. We lose the, the, the broad view of the universe and the broad view of reality. And once you start using astral projection, you can really break out of this small mind thinking. Another popular, popular reason that astral projection is used, and it's actually what I use astral projection the most in my life for is to, um, actually retrieve important information. Okay. To retrieve important information. This is what I use astral projection the most for. And that means that when I'm astrally projecting, I'm actually going out there, entering this altered state of consciousness. That's broader. That's more identified with my soul. And I'm doing that as a way to retrieve information that may be important knowledge or information or healing that may be important for me in my everyday life. Now I want to leave a special note here. Okay. So ding, ding, special note. Try not to use astral projection as a way to bypass your current reality. 
Okay, this is something that I've been observing a lot over the years, and that is when people discover astral projection, they can actually get addicted to it, and they can actually go into use astral projection as a way to as a form of escapism, trying to escape from the things going on in their everyday life that they're uncomfortable about. Okay, so you know the the metaphor, the example that I like to use is is the Steven Spielberg movie uh, Ready Player One. If you've ever seen it, it's about the story is about this this huge um, this huge game that everybody on the planet likes to play. And they basically get stuck in this game and they play this game for hours and hours and hours because the reality of their lives is actually really bad and they don't really want to be in their regular lives. So they, they go into this game as a way to, into this virtual reality as a way to escape their current lives. And this is very, very common with astral projection, you using it in the same way. So if you feel like your interest in astral projection or wanting to practice astral projection has anything to do with you wanting to escape or bypass any feelings or difficulties or circumstances that you're having in your everyday life, I want you to take a nice deep breath and reset that energy because it's never a good idea to use any spiritual practice as a form of escapism. So before you start using the practice of astral projection, ask yourself this question and maybe you can journal about it. Okay. And the question is, why do I want to astrally project? And if you feel like you want to do it because you just want to go out there into different realms of consciousness and get out of the place that you're in right now, then take a nice deep breath and just look into the circumstances that you may be running away from in your everyday life, confront those circumstances, work through that energy so that then eventually when you're ready to work with astral projection, it's coming from a pure energy and not from escapism. On to part three of the video. Is it dangerous? Okay. So is astral projection dangerous? Very short answer to this. No, it's absolutely not. Okay. So some people are afraid that when they start to astrally project, their consciousness is going to go way out in space, and then they're never going to be able to come back into their physical body again. This, this does not happen at all. So remember when you're astrally projecting, you're not going anywhere. That's not you either. Like you are just assuming an altered state of consciousness and you're starting to see from the eyes of your soul. So you're not, you're not being severed from your physical body. Okay. Now for those of you that are mediums or clairvoyance, I've had a lot of people say that when, when they can see energy, there's actually something called a silver cord. Okay. So remember this term, the silver cord, this is the energy cord that connects your soul to your physical body. This silver cord, this cord is never severed when you're doing astral projections or when you're doing all kinds of things here on planet earth. The only time that this silver cord is severed is when your soul wants to depart. So when your soul wants to leave this, the silver cord is severed and your physical body dies. Okay. This does not happen during astral projection. You're not going to get lost. You're not going to, you're not going to be unable to come back to your body. Your body is constantly there. You have consciousness of the body being there, but you are just in a different plane of consciousness, but you can come back to your body very, very easily. On to part four of the video, how to astral travel. Okay. So before I get into the five powerful steps that I'm going to show you, I'm going to teach you how to do this astral uh, traveling in this simple way. Before I get into it, I want to leave a warning. Okay. So ding, ding, warning. Remember this, please. This is really, really important. Make sure that you are traveling, that your astral projection, you are doing it for yourself only. Okay. This is so, so important. All right. 
Do not try and get sneaky. So I've had people who say, you know, they want to learn how to astral project because, you know, their grown children are drug addicts or they're off doing something and they want to go see how their children are doing. So they want to astrally project to where their children are to see if they're doing okay. Other people will say they want to learn how to astrally project because they want to, they want to check in on an X and make sure that the X isn't with someone else. <laughs> okay. These are some examples of how astral projection can be used in a very negative way. And you do not want to do this because if you do this, if you try to practice astral projection in this way, you are violating another soul's free will, and that can have very severe karmic consequences for you. Okay. You do not want to use any spiritual practice to infringe on the free will of someone else. So please do not use astral projection to spy on anyone or to violate anyone else's free will. When you're using astral projection, make sure that it's for you and solely for you. Okay. So I wanted to leave this warning before I get into the five powerful steps. Step number one is to prepare space. I love this. It really just opens some space and creates sacredness around the art of astral projection. So you can do this in a very simple way, maybe just lighting some candles and sitting in front of the candles and just closing your eyes, focusing on your breathing and just opening space and having the intention that today you want to astrally travel for your benefit and the benefit of your soul. You can even call on your spirit guides if you want some spirit guides to come and help you. But the point here is, is in step one, you want to create the ambiance. You want to create a relaxing, beautiful ambiance with all of your guides helping you. And, and you want to create that concentration of energy. The more that you put into this, to this step of creating space, the more you concentrate energy in what's known as energy vortex and energy vortex. And the stronger the energy is in the space that you're doing the astral projection, the easier it is for you to project. Okay. So create space in any way that you want. Some people like to burn sacred smoke or incense. Some people like to say a prayer. Some people like to call on their guides. Some people like to meditate before to open space, whatever way is it feels right for you. Just make sure that you're in this step one, you are opening space and you're creating this loving, relaxing space to, to prepare to travel. Step number two is to relax. Okay. Now this relaxation, it's not just of the body. It's also of the mind. All right. Relax your body and mind when you are, when you're preparing to, to astrally travel. Okay. And the reason why the mind and the body need to be relaxed is because you have to remember this, that when you're emitting fear or anxiety, you're actually keeping yourself embodied. The more fear you have in your system, the more the fear is such a powerful emotion that it will suck your consciousness down into the body. So the more fearful you are, the less you'll be able to travel out of body. So your body and your mind need to be in a state of relaxation, the body in a state of relaxation about, of, of just feeling peaceful and not in fear, but also the mind. So relaxation of the mind means that the thoughts are going to start to quiet down. Your mind's not going a thousand miles an hour. You're taking a nice deep breath and you're asking your mind to quiet. You're not thinking about what you did yesterday, or you're not thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow. Your mind just starts to clear up and quiet down. This relaxation of body and mind is really important because you want to be focused in your consciousness. The more clear and focused you are in your consciousness, the easier it is for you to pop out of body. One way you can do this to kind of help your body and your mind relax is to you just use mantras, you know, so you can use repetitive mantras like I am safe everything's okay. But the, I am safe is a great one. I'm safe. 
Astral projection is safe. Everything's okay. Just use soothing mantras to help calm your body down and calm your mind down. Again, you have nothing to be afraid of. So if you had any fears of astral projection before, hopefully after watching what we just talked about, that there are no dangers in astral projection, that'll already help calm yourself down. The more relaxed you are in body and mind, the easier it'll be for you to project. Aside from the mantras, another easy way to relax the body and the mind is through deep, slow breaths. Okay. So as soon as you focus on deep, slow breathing, your body starts to relax immediately. So does your mind. So maybe if you're an agitated person, or maybe you've had a stressful day before you get into your, uh, into your, um, projection travel, um, into your travel stuff at night, maybe you want to do this at night and you've had a really stressful day. Maybe focus on some deep, long breaths, a breath routine before uh, you start the, the practice of astral travel. Step number three is to expand your awareness. Okay. So now things are going to get a little bit more fun, right? Like I'm relaxed. I've done step one and step two. And so now I'm going to start practicing how to expand my awareness. My recommendation is that you do step one, two, and three for a few days before moving on to the next steps, just so you train your consciousness of expanding and contracting and learning how to have control over that. Okay. So one of the ways that I love to do for expansion of awareness is I'll just, you can just sit down close your eyes. And initially you're going to focus on something in your body. So maybe your heart beat, or maybe you're breathing something within your body. You're going to focus on that for a little bit. So there your, your awareness is focused in body, and then you're going to move that awareness out a little bit. So let's say you were focusing on, um, you were focusing on something inside of your body, like your breath or your heartbeat. And now you're going to focus on something outer. So maybe the surface of your skin. Okay. So now your awareness goes to the surface of your skin. What does that feel like? And then you're going to keep going. So then you're going to focus your awareness out, out, out. And maybe your consciousness is going to fill the room that you're in. So maybe you can visualize the whole room that you're sitting in lighting up and your consciousness expands that way. And then you're going to keep going. One of my favorite ways to go beyond the room that you're in is actually to do this astral projection with a window open. And so I'll sit by the window, the windows open, and I will actually project myself out to something that I'm hearing outside of the window. So for example, let's say there's a bird, uh, singing perched on a tree across the street from where I am. And I will focus my hearing on that bird. And that's another way of, again, expanding my awareness. Maybe a car is passing in the street and I can hear it and I'll project my awareness, my hearing to that car on the street. It's a great way to do this, to use your hearing to project outwards far and far away. See how far you can go with your ears and what you can hear uh, the further away from you, the better. And then you keep going. So then you expand your awareness to the neighborhood you're in, maybe to the city you're in, maybe to the country, maybe to the planet. You keep going until your energy expands to the farthest that you feel comfortable and you can still hold your awareness. And then you bring your awareness back to your body. And again, practice this a few times, maybe a few days before you move on to step step number four. On to step number four, focus on a travel. Okay. So in this step, you're going to make two important decisions. The first decision is you're going to either pick a physical location that you are going to project to, or you're going to surrender. All right. 
So what does this mean? It means that you can pick a place you want to go. So if you want to astrally project to the moon, astrally project to the moon, no problem. But the way that I love to use astral projection, and that's the way I use it the most is through surrender, meaning that I surrender the location to my soul. And I simply say to the soul, I'm ready and willing to go wherever you want me to go. That's for in, in my highest good. This is how I like to use astral travel. Okay. So I'm not just going randomly to any location. I feel like I'm opening up to my soul taking me where, where it wants me to go. And I like using a mantra for this. All right. So you can, you can state this mantra over and over again at the beginning of your travel. If you also want to surrender the location and you just want to go wherever your soul wants you to go. Okay. So here's the mantra. I ask spirit to take me to where I need to go today. All right. I love this mantra and you can state this mantra right at the beginning, just preparing yourself to go wherever your soul wants you to go. The second decision you're going to have to make is to focus on a travel method or mode. Okay. Now, what does this mean? So astral projection, we don't all project in the same way. There are different ways for us to project. So for example, when I was learning to astrally project consciously, I was thinking of it almost like, you know, a superhero, like Superman or Wonder Woman flying into the sky and I would fly, 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 fly. And that's how I was teaching myself how to astrally project. But then I started to receive guidance specifically. Uh, I received guidance coming in from Archangel Michael who taught me to astrally project through jumps. So he showed me the image of a frog and he said that I could jump. I could astrally project faster. If I learned how to jump through the realms instead of straight flying, that it was faster to jump. And it was really cool. Cause when I learned how to do this, it made so much sense. I could astrally project in a fraction of a second than if I did, if I was just focusing on flying. So the way that I ended up learning how to do it was I would literally jump from my physical body. Then I jumped to a cloud for example, and I jump from a cloud to a planet or a cloud to a star or a cloud to wherever my soul wanted me to land. And then as soon as I'd land in that dimension, I would immediately look down at my feet to locate where I was before I lifted my gaze up and started to see where I was physically. Okay. This is a really important pro tip or a trick here that I used. You may want to try my mode of travel, or you could be open to develop your own. Maybe your soul wants you to fly. Maybe your soul wants you to jump. Maybe your soul wants you to project in a totally different way that I haven't talked about in this video. Just be open to learning a mode of travel or a method of travel that your soul wants you to learn and just be open to astrally projecting in a different way, maybe than what I'm teaching you here. Step number five in the last one is to return slowly. Okay. So this one, sometimes people really don't focus on this one and it's important. It's really important to return slowly because the return from your astral projection is actually the most important part of the astral projection, because this is the time where you actually integrate the energy and the experience in your physical body. And integration is so important. Everything that you saw, all the information that you received, it has to be integrated in your physical avatar. Otherwise it won't help you. Okay. So returning slowly from astral projection is really important. You can do that in a variety of ways, but I'll share some easy ways to get you to, to return slowly from an astral projection. One of them is to focus on your physical body. So maybe when you return, you again, bring your focus back to your lungs and your breathing. Maybe you just actually stroke your skin a little bit. So, so you're, so you're returning nice and slowly and you're bringing your awareness back into the body. Another good thing that I like using is I'll drink a lot of water when I return from an astral travel. So water is a conductor of energy. 
and it'll really, really help you integrate all the energy of a projection. Then what I'll also do is I'll just sit. So I will literally, without doing anything, I'll just sit there for a couple of minutes. I open my eyes and I just look around my surroundings. I look down at my body and I just sit there for a little bit without doing anything. Once I do that for a few minutes, I take out my journal. I always have my journal with me. I take out my journal and I start writing down some notes on the experiences, the things that I saw and the information that I was given. Okay. So I stay, I would say I stay there for about at least 10 minutes. Okay. So ding, ding pro tip, stay there at least 10 minutes post travel so that you can integrate the energy nice and slowly and you don't run into the temptation. The worst thing you can do is return from a, from an astral travel and then immediately get up and go about your day. This is very disconcerting to your physical avatar. Okay. So make sure that when you're, that when you're scheduling astral travel, the practice of astral travel in your everyday life, that you're giving yourself enough time that you don't have to rush anywhere. Uh, when you finish, you have enough time to integrate everything in your body. Now I want to hear from you. Have you ever used astral projection in your life? I want to hear all about it in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can download my popular free guided meditations. And don't forget this video here on the key features of the energy system. That'll be great for you to continue viewing afterwards. All right, beautiful soul. That's it for me. I love you. I'm out.